This podcast is an expression of the personal views and opinions of the hosts and guests, and they do not represent the official stance of the podcast, its sponsors, or affiliated organizations. The podcast may cover topics such as drugs, mental illness, politics, and religion, which can be controversial or sensitive. The podcast does not support any illegal activities and advises listeners to seek help from appropriate professionals for any personal concerns related to these topics. The information provided in the podcast is for general informational purposes only and it is not a substitute for professional advice. Listeners are urged to consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any questions regarding their mental or physical health. The podcast and its creators are not responsible for any loss or harm resulting from the use or reliance on the information provided in the podcast. Hey, yo, turn my mic up. Let's get it on. Welcome to the Street Stoics Podcast. I am your host, Jay, and joining me as always from Oregon, Nate and Mike. How you guys doing tonight? Living the dream. Doing good. Living the dream. Can't complain. We can't complain at all. That's true. There's no reasons why we should be complaining. That's right. So, last week's episode, That's right. uh, we went over distractions. Hey, uh, Nate, can you give us a, a nice little recap of what that episode was like? Yeah. So, uh, last week we talked about distractions kind of like uh, in a general sense and then what they meant to us individually uh, we included our own personal distractions and how we fight through those things each day within our lives. So it was a it was a pretty good video or episode, whatever, because we're doing both now. And you know, I think we got a lot of enjoyment out of it. We all got a little passionate in it, and I think that that was important. I really liked how that turned out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Dude, it was an awesome, it was an awesome episode. Definitely. I feel like after that episode, <laughs> I become more aware, especially when I'm, I'm falling into distractions. It's like, oh, there I, there I go again. There I go again. I got to catch That's myself right. in those moments and be like, hey, come on, man. You just had an episode on distractions yeah. and look at you. Quit it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So today's yeah. episode... Yeah. We're going to dive in into something that I think uh, it's going to it's going to mean a lot to me because it's something that I feel it's part of what's going on in my experience. Right. It's the realization of what perspective is. Um, first, I want to take it over to Mike so he can provide us here a, um, a definition uh, from our friend chat gpt uh as far as what perspective is all right uh perspective refers to the way individuals perceive or interpret the world around them including their thoughts beliefs and understandings of events situations and experiences 
it encompasses one of the points of view, attitudes, and opinions shaped by various factors such as personal experiences, cultural background, education, and social influences. It's pretty descriptive there. I feel like you got something, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a... Uh... That's pretty good as far as that information because I feel like it best describe what I feel I've become aware of in the last year, two years, right? The, the fact that we live in a world where everyone is an individual, that regardless of what character characteristics groupings you know you want to put them into categories whatever it is that you put anyone into we are all individuals with a unique perspective in life something that i experienced through one of my mushroom trips was an understanding of what perspective is in a way that I feel it was kind of my eyes were open to understanding that I think it started first with realizing my perspective as to who I am, what I am, and why I am. <clears throat> From that, from that, I was able to kind of figure out a lot of my own problems that I have and the reasons why I do certain things in life. Why is it that I do them in those ways? Why is it that my reaction is this way? I asked a lot of questions during that time where it was kind of to understand myself because that's what a self-reflection is. When somebody says, you know, have a self-reflection, work on yourself, that's pretty much what that moment was for me to understand that I have a, an individual perspective in life and everyone else does as well. So through that, I understand that just because maybe I view things a certain way, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's right. That doesn't necessarily mean that that somebody else is right or wrong. A lot of times we function on just what we were raised on, what we were taught, what information came across us visually, you know, through through hearing. Everything that we are is from our life experience. And so some people didn't have or don't have the same experiences as you do. And even if you have two different individuals that had experienced the same thing, their perspective on what they feel about that same situation can be completely different because of factors in that person's life in the past. And understanding that and going about life just 
encountering people and understanding that it's frustrating having to deal with a person, but you have to also have that compassion, have that empathy, have that different perspective to understand that this person didn't have possibly the same education that you did, didn't have the same upbringing that you did. They don't have the same values that you do. Are they wrong for that? They are what they are with the best that they were given. Um, and and that's that's kind of why this, this whole perspective thing means a lot to me because I feel that I've been able to function a lot better like that. I don't I don't hold any grudges to nobody of, of over things as far as why they do certain things like people that you know gossip talk you know say things I I used to care <laughs> I used to care I used to worry about oh what that person's gonna think or what they're gonna say I I don't care that is their perspective based upon factors that led them to think the way that they do. So they don't live in my head. They don't know what I have gone through. They don't know what I experience daily. They don't know how I handle myself. So why should I worry about what their opinions are? So that's that's kind of the way that just molding myself to view that everyone has a whole different upbringing. There's a different perspective that everybody else has. So there's never really a yes or no answer to a lot of things because how do you say yes or no or this is right and this is wrong when people have come up in life with whatever it is that they know, whatever it is that they were given. They The same rules don't apply everywhere. You guys got anything to add to that or any comments on that? Yeah. So, um, man, I, I like that uh, Mike opened it up with like what chat GPT or what the internet, kind of like a, a description, definition of what perspective means. And, you know, you kind of dabbled into that and what that looks like in a realistic view for yourself personally. And then what I'm kind of hearing is, you know, through your mushroom trip and uh, that self-analyzation and finding stoicism, it's like stoicism was the key that unlocked this idea that your reality is, or was rather, your own perception. And that now all those things that you had to cope with throughout your life until that point you realize that the that other input, that other external stimuli yep. that you were receiving was actually other people's perceptions and how they affected you. Like, that's what you're saying? Yeah, I, the way that you're describing it, it, it puts it into, into a definition that I think uh, is exactly what I feel. So as far as where the stoicism comes in, <clears throat> I feel that when I first started having that realization, that experience, because there's a little bit more to it. Um, 
but yeah when i first started having these realizations like oh like wait a second i'm alive i why am i worried about a bunch of this stuff in my life that is just nonsense like some of these rules that we put on ourselves as as humans or as as whatever whatever the you know whatever the role whatever the category you know I, we can say americans uh from you know as a person a part of you know this part of society that part of society we put certain rules like oh we can't do that because you know what would people say that's not what we do that's not how we do things all of that made up rules <laughs> all of that is made up rules that we follow as as people i i, I get it some people that's how they function and that's okay but yeah. To think that everybody needs to do it that way because this is how it works for you is where I think a lot of problems are. So, yeah. The stoicism came in right after uh, I had that experience or that realization because for, that, for, for some time, I was just in like, what? What's going on? Like, that's that's the moment where i feel everything kind of feels a little bit weird like oh oh shit like this this feels different like i don't understand why i feel this now like i have this experience like i guess that's what they say when you're 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 awakened so you have that experience of like oh i'm something inside of this body and i'm here living with everybody else that's the same thing, you know, a person having their own individual experience with their whole history behind them that made that particular person who I am encountering now. That's how how things, you know, how I started viewing things. And that was kind of weird. So when I started reading about stoicism, it started clicking. It's like, okay, now, now I get it. It, it. it structures it. It keeps it more balanced for me where I'm. I, I see it in a way of like, okay, these people, I, I just, I don't let them bother me. Their opinions are their own individual opinions in life, whatever this experience is, just treat it like that, right? Just all the, all the stoic approaches of it, the values of being true, having empathy for people, all of that. That's, that's part of what my realization is yeah. of conducting yourself in a way right that improves yourself where you stay healthy where what you consume is what makes you you are what you consume be it you know f food the music that you listen to the visual stuff you know movies shows whatever it is you start morphing your opinions your perception your perspective on things based on all of that information that you're intaking and through stoicism it makes me more aware of that right because it, yeah. it lets me know okay don't get distracted <laughs> like last week last week's episode and stay focused because there's something more to this as far as what life is it's it's a journey and there's something about it that you have to experience it and that's that's what I feel I'm in now. Just enjoying the experience, man. Exactly, man. And dude, I'm listening to you. Um, 
And I cannot help but to think of this quote from Confucius. And Confucius once said, uh, we have two lives. And the second begins when we realize we only have one. And so for me, when, when you're describing this, I think directly to Confucius, man. Uh, you know, like in the beginning, we thought we only have this one life, but we don't have that new perspective of, you know, valuing our focus and how we interact with others and things like that. And then once whatever that cataclysm, that trigger is that shifts our mindset from, and to put this in more modern terms uh, for those like newer listeners, fixed and growth mindset. It's like before we began in this very fixed mindset, even though since we were living it, we couldn't see it. We could not see how fixed our mind was. And as soon as you learn about these different perspectives, we it's more of a growth mindset. It's not, and I'm not saying it's perfect and it's not going to be perfect. We're all human, but it's that growth part. Nothing ever is. Exactly. It's the growth mindset that you know, it's not perfect. And that's okay because there's room to grow. So that's why I, I believe that Confucius said we have two lives and the second one begins as soon as we realize we only have one. We now have this focus, this perspective of, wow, how little control I had beforehand. And what's the funniest thing is part of that thing that makes you think you have, um, you know, a growth mindset is when you don't feel like you have control, you're hungry for control and you become a controller, uh, somebody who everything has to go right. The minute it goes wrong, it's chaos. Chaos ensues because it wasn't part of the plan. And even if you thought you weren't a planner, maybe you thought you didn't even make lists and goals and things like that. Your brain did that for you. You had an expectation of the future. And once you start to mitigate and reduce that expectation with these newfound perspectives, now you're entering that growth mindset realm whether that be stoicism, whether that be, you know, whatever it is for you, that's the beauty that we're, we're going to get at in this video. That's the beauty that Jay is describing in his life. He, it sounds like he had multiple cataclysms and they were like snowballing. And the funny thing is, is <laughs> as soon as you start making it, and I'm sure Jay can confirm this for me, is if the momentum feels like, okay, now I'm going downhill, things are getting a little bit easier. But let us not forget about that picture, that ancient photo. There's a huge boulder and the man is pushing it uphill. That's still our path. It's just how we perceive things that that's what affects this, right? 
if we per so actually I forgot there's some people who can't see my hand gestures that's what affects your heart that's what affects your soul right so even though we're pushing this heavy object uphill our perspective went from in the beginning like there's no end to this this is too hard I can't do this type of thinking to this is me this is what I'm supposed to do and the only easy day was yesterday and with that perspective it changes our mindset it changes our mindset to be more positive to be more open to realize these other perspectives that people have and these other realities. Other episodes, we call them realities and we each have our own. And not not to, to go too far into depth about this because I know generally with our podcast episodes, we kind of start with a small scope and then we get a little bit broader. But I think since we're on the topic of perspective, to really emphasize what Mike read to us and what Jay is talking about. I want everybody listening or watching, I want you to think about wherever you're at, your state, your country, whatever. Whatever your state is, whatever your country is, I guarantee it has quote unquote enemies, right? Now, we are taught from the very beginnings that there's a good guy and a bad guy. That's the, the greatest stories of all times. Any movie, there's a good guy and a bad guy. And it doesn't matter which belief system, which value system, which spiritual system that they come from. There's whatever, whoever wrote the movie, the book, the story, whatever, there's a good guy. And that good guy is whatever side from their perspective is, right? It's their perspective. So us sitting here, in the US and they're talking about we got this and that for enemies and all this thing. So that's saying like we're the good guys and they're the bad guys. However, that's that's based solely on our morals, our views, our spirituality in this confined area, right? The other party that we look at as bad, if we look at their perspective, they are thinking they are the good guys. They're not thinking, they're not believing, they know that they are the good guys and they are doing good. And so with this open perspective, you have two good guys just believing in two different things and knowing two different things, butting heads and fighting for what? And so that's a very broad picture Something that we can all relate to of what perspective is. That is right. That is right. Hey, Mike, uh, you got more on that uh, definitions for perspective? I do. I do. Uh, so perspective can also refer to a particular mindset or outlook on life. It influences how individuals interpret and respond to situations, challenges, and interactions with others. 
Different perspectives can lead to a ver ver varied opinions, understanding, and judgments about the same subject or event. That's kind of like yeah. what uh, Nate was already saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shoot. Pretty much on the mindset or outlook of life. Right. Chat GPT, I already had a definition for what you were talking about, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. You got you got anything else, Mike, on that? Uh, you know, I, uh, you know, Jay, you were saying that this perspective is, is something that's really important to you. Uh, I feel the same. Uh, I think we spend a lot of time uh, arguing to make sure that our perspective is the perspective. And what I mean by that is our, our perspective, like we've already talked about, is, is formed from our, from our lived experience, right? And that, that lived experience has made our, all of our perspective, right? And so why wouldn't that be important to everybody? Uh, the next step in your growth is having some empathy towards other people's perspectives and realizing that they are, they have those opinions for a reason, right? I think we spend a lot of time, uh, being angry and upset. And I, I know I, I'm guilty of this, uh, of being upset and angry, uh, at people just because they don't see the same things that I do. Right. Yep. It is frustrating. It's very frustrating. Uh, I know Nate and I run into this on a daily basis at work. Uh, <laughs> you know, right now we have we're um, we're merging two departments together, and so we're trying to build this one strong, really big team. Uh, and the teams that are combined, you know, we have our own perspectives and what's important to us. And then this other group, same thing. They have their perspectives and what's important to them. And trying to mesh those two to work together has been the biggest challenge. Uh, and that's just because we both, uh, we both believe. And it, it's going to take one side. And I think that's one, one thing that as a team that we have uh, really decided that we're going to extend that olive branch to say like, hey, your perspective is just as important as ours. And we have to come together and make a make a team. Uh, and I think society in general, you know, that's something that needs to be practiced more. Is hey, I I see I see your lived experience. I see that you are passionate about what you believe in, and that's important to you. That's also important to me, right? And I think if we right. if we had that mindset of you know, your perspective is important to me because it's important to you. Uh, we'll get a lot more, lot more buy-in and, uh, and a lot less fighting. I agree. That is true, man. So part of, uh, part of something also that I felt was revealed around that same experience, the trip that I had, was 
and it comes kind of like a uh, a euphoric vision, right, of how each one of us lives in what, at the time or the way that I can more or less um, define it, or or just the analogy that I can provide for this is just that we all live in our own bubbles. We live in a bubble that we create with what we experience, with what we like, what things we are interested in. So the more you experience and the more you're open to things, the bigger your bubble gets. So the bigger your bubble gets, the more it merges with other people's bubbles that also have common things with you. So they start kind of coming in and out of that bubble. Gets a little confusing, but each one of us, and I was reading a definition of it earlier too, and it's the exact same thing as what people say. You are your environment. You are what's in your bubble. That's who you are. So if your bubble is small, with information experiences but you want to express yourself and state that you're that your opinion is the only correct opinion based on the size of that experience bubble how does that make any sense we all have different things that we're all into and we are not all the same and that's where our perspectives come from from the whatever is within our bubbles and sometimes in certain bubbles you are you just grow disdain or just hate for somebody else because they don't live like you they do in your bubble And I think that's that's a lot of the problems we're having, we're experiencing now, because we're just too distracted to realize that we're all just living in our own bubbles. That's like I've heard the mention, you know, online about people just having an echo chamber. That's all they do. They just live within a bubble that's an echo chamber where they only look for the opinions of people that have like-minded information. And they just don't want to listen to anybody else because they're wrong. They're from that other bubble. They're not, they're not like us. So why do I care about them? There's other perspectives out there, man. Like, not everybody lives the same way that you do. Not everybody lives... The it, just because they don't have that experience like you do daily, and they have a completely different one. Why do you think that that's worse than your lifestyle? That's that's where like I, I that's why it means a lot to me because I have that realization right where I I understand this this perspective. But now I have to kind of deal with the fact that I understand that other people won't realize that. 
they won't realize that they're living in a bubble that they're they're consumed in and they aren't open to understanding that hey we are having an experience we're living here present so enjoy it because literally anything can happen at any moment and if anyone has ever lost somebody in their life you can you know that it sometimes in tragedy in an instant memento mori right memento mori memento mori and amorifate both at the same time you know uh not to cut in too much jay but i think rudyard kipling said it best uh if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their doubting too so those two things remind me of the bridge that I see in my mind between what you started off saying earlier and this new analogy, I think to bridge the gap, you know, there used to be that saying, and I don't recall who said it is show me your closest friends or your friend circle. And I'll tell you exactly who you are. When Jay was talking about our minds are like our diets and whatever we put into our body, our body uses to regenerate tissue. The same thing happens in our minds, right? And so think about that. Jay's talking about the bubble. You are the center bubble. In the, all the bubbles around you, those are your friends and family. Those are the people that you let feed into your mind. And if that is your sole focus, that is who you become. You are now the person that other that you think people perceive you as. So it's like a inception of perceptions, right? You have your own perception going into this situation. They have their own and neither of you know what the others is, but then you both are interacting based on what each other think your perception of the other one is. That might be hard to follow unless you're a fan of perception or the movie Tenet. I love those movies. Christopher Nolan, shout out. Maybe come on to the podcast sometime. And what does that mean? Is It means that we're doing these things in a ridiculous manner. You don't have to know exactly what the other person's thinking. The stoic uh, spirit, the embodiment of stoicism is to why, like, why do we value someone else's opinion about us and we devalue ourselves And that if you do that too much and it doesn't make you the person you want to be. It doesn't make you the person they want you to be or need you to be. You cannot help other people unless you help yourself first, right? So stop making these assumptions of what other people perceive you as. That is no way to live. That's not controlling your diet. And if we're relating it back to food, it's unfortunate that in today's society, at least here in the United States, healthy foods, consuming those is considered a diet. What the hell is that? 
healthy foods should be our sole consumption, right? And we talked about technology and social media, right? Those things being distractions. Now think about how those things affect our mind's diet, right? We already started getting into that and how those, we label them as distractions, but how they start to affect our focus. This is the other side of that, right? What is it on our side? How do those things influence us? If we watch something over and over and it's in a certain way and Jay is basically verbally describing an echo chamber, right? We are creatures of comfort. So the more comfortable we are, the more positive affirmations we receive, that is what we look for. And that's no way to grow. It keeps you the same. If you want to get better at a skill or a task or a sport, but you keep squatting and practicing with the, the B team, you're going to maybe eventually beat the B team. But is that the best that you could do? When in comparison, you can get with the freaking A team and you can be dead last freaking place every time and be beating your personal records every practice and every game. So, oh, looks like Mike, uh, you you have a quote that uh, ties into that, Mike. Yeah, I do. Um, it's a qu- it's a quick one. Um, yeah, but it's from Epictetus, and it says, "Don't explain your philosophy; embody it." That is, thank you, Mike. Because when we start talking about the unconflicted person, which I hopefully started talking about the last episode Uh, our heroes of our stories right they're always somebody else and it's because that person doesn't believe or think they know be the hero of your own story that's exactly what we're talking about this whole perception thing and you know like how it affects us like it's 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 not doing us any good So if we have that growth perspective, if we seek out, uh, as Rudyard Kipling says, you know, um, if you can keep your head with all about you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, right? That means you stay the path at all costs. I will not go gently into that good night, as Dylan Thomas says. I will rage, rage against the dying of the light. That means you're putting your heart, your soul, and vigor into everything you're doing. And Rudyard Kipling puts the slightest little spin on it. But if you can make allowance for their doubting too. That's a self-analytical piece. Some people might have been there. They have a different perspective. They might be able to see something that you can't see through the mist, through the tunnel vision. And a lot of that external input, it, it doesn't really matter, but there's golden nuggets and a little bit of everything. And that's why people foster this uh, mindset for growth of, you know, even if you lost, even if it was a terrible day, terrible book, terrible movie, what did you get from it? What did you learn? Because you should be taking at least something away. 
when people blow up at you and they say, no, you're doing a terrible job. And all of a sudden this really abrasive, aggressive critique comes your way. Maybe the delivery wasn't as tasteful. That's our perspective, but they're doing, what's their intent, right? There, there, there's something there. And because their emotions were tied in it, and we have two different worldviews and values and belief systems. We have to filter that. What was that thing? And if you want to be a better communicator, you sit on it if you feel emotions because the best uh, you know, fight against anger is delay, time. You come back to that person and you say, hey, thank you. I think that I took this away. And you start clarifying with them. Start realizing what each other's talking about. Because now that there's been this time, you can break down some barriers and be like, yeah, dude, you know, I'm sorry for this. But yeah, that, that is what I meant. Or yeah, dude, that's kind of, but you know, I think you know, a little bit of this. And then you're like, oh man, I could totally see that. You know, why was it in World War One? that the Germans and the French were fighting and on Christmas they stopped and they played board games and they, they played soccer. And it's just because there's two different perspectives, right? And they realize that they're just humans. And, you know, unfortunately after that holiday, they went straight back to fighting. And it's just too bad. It's too bad that we can't stay within that open realm. I know I went on a tangent. Oh, good. No, I mean, it's, it's all good, man. Cause I, I feel a tangent coming for me as well. <laughs> oh, there we go. So, <clears throat> so like I said earlier, right. The question that I asked myself, which I don't know if somebody has already kind of made it a catchphrase, but I'm liking it. Who am I? What am I? And why am I? Right? Those are the questions that everybody should be asking themselves. Who are you? Like, what makes you who you are? Yeah. And then what? What are you? Like, what, what, like, what type of person are you? Understanding also that, what, what are you? What are we here living in this experience? What, what are you? Jeez. Trying to understand that. And then why, why are you the way that you are? And reflect back at, reflect back at moments that you've experienced, right? That have somehow tied themselves to your mannerisms, your characteristics, the way that you conduct yourself, the things that you were trained on that you still now make it as your day-to-day -day hobbies or, or, or the way that you conduct yourself. We all can be molded into different things by what we go through and experience. Somebody that goes through tragedy is can be greatly affected and 
the course of their life changes and they are no longer the same person that they were before. And that's, that's what life is. Life is that the fact that in an instant, anything can change and then you become a whole different person. You cease to act or do things the way that you did because stuff happens in your life. That's that's what I think a lot of people should ask themselves. Have that internal reflection, that internal question to understand themselves better. Why is it that I can't get up to do this? And then start looking at all the factors that go into play. Oh, I spend time doing this when maybe I don't need to be doing that, but it makes me feel good. But does it make you feel good that you're not doing what you want to do? Bro. That's that's the part of not doing things that are just, you know, comfortable. Because that's the stuff that robs you of your time. That we don't know how much time we have. At any Bro. moment, it can be done. I'm chomping at so, the bits here. <laughs> Go. Go. Bro, I gotta I got I gotta share this new perspective in the moment. I want it to be as real as possible. It doesn't rob you of your time, it robs you of fucking you. It robs you of who you could be and who you probably want to be. God dang, Jay, thank you, my man. I love this podcast. I love doing it with you guys. <laughs> Every episode, my mind gets blown. And I'm thinking, you said that tragedy happens and it changes you like fucking that. So many people say people can't change. Yep. Until they meet tragedy and they change like a motherfucker. What? I feel like I I gotta say this just because it's kind of how the thought goes through my mind, right? As I'm talking and saying these things, I I think in my head, like, am I making sense to everybody? This is, are people understanding exactly what it is that I'm saying? Because sometimes I feel like I might get lost in the conversation that I'm talking and I'm trying to stick to as much details, as much information that I have been thinking about. And when they're coming out, I'm just looking, I'm looking at you guys and your responses. I'm like, <laughs> I wonder if I'm making sense right now. I hope that I'm getting my point across that this is how I see things. This is genuine. This is how I process things as far as information and what I'm experiencing. I, like I said, I'm not here to, to be an activist to say, Hey, (laughs) try some mushrooms and have this crazy ass experience. No. It's not, it's not for everybody. I don't know, you know, how people react to certain things for me, profound. And whatever it's, it's as far as I go, as far as talking about it, because it's not, not much else is necessary to to say, but my, (laughs) what I've, what I've gone through after that, I, I just, wow, the benefits of it. Crazy. 
to now have this perspective and then be able to pair it with stoicism. This is the, to me, the best way that somebody can live life. Just to be able to have the, the sense of presence to be present and know what that you, okay, like this is life. You don't necessarily have to do everything by the rules that are, you know, being enforced that, you know, sometimes you, you don't agree with, you know, it's the, the society rules. Those, those are the rules I'm talking about. It doesn't always have to be done the way that certain people think that it needs to be done. Just like with parenting, you know, people choose to do it the way that they feel comfortable doing it. And, you know, there's there's a lot of other things that everyone has an opinion on because they feel that, oh, it should be done this way. Or, or how, how come is it that you guys are doing it that way? It's working for us. It's, you know, everyone has their own experience. They figure it out. We're all we're, we're all trying to figure it out here in this world. Everybody, everybody is out here having an experience, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out, okay, so this is life and I have to go through life every day. How is it that you want to experience it? How is it that you want to go about life? Do you want to continue being the person who's feels like they're wasting time, that they aren't doing the things that they want to do? Or do you want to actually live and experience life? <coughs> and be present, you know, and, and just understand also and show the compassion that we're all different, right? We all come from different environments. We're all into different things. A lot of us have a lot of common things. I mean, you guys... When I, 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 that's the thing that I like to do, right? From having lived in multiple states, multiple cities, different types of environments, from having jobs that have, you know, provided me the opportunity to travel and go and, and meet other people from other locations, other cities, in remote places in like the middle of Georgia, in the middle of Alabama, in the middle of Mississippi, um, up in Chicago, Michigan, like all these type of different people, right? They all have a history. They all have their own individual lives that they experienced and life there operated in a whole different way than life where I came from. So a lot of times I feel like, yeah, I stick out. Like people don't, they know that I'm not from around there. But I don't let that be a, something to deter me or just make me feel uncomfortable. I, I'm here. I'm just going about this plane of existence, going wherever it is that I can go and just ex enjoying the experience. I like being in, you know, certain environments where I'm just like, damn, this is, interesting i wonder what it's like to live here come here often and just this is the environment that's that's the type of things that i you know i like questioning i like i like thinking about stuff like, that. like what what would life be like here it's, i've asked questions like I, I, funny thing on a 
plane trip that I had this week, I sat down next to um, some lady who, I think she told me she was like in her 60s. <clears throat> so she asked me if I was flying or, or if I lived from where I, we were flying to. And I told her no. And she, I told her we were, that I had just moved to where I was flying from. So she tells me that she's from some small town in Georgia somewhere. And she even <laughs> looked it up on her, on her map and showed it to me. And she tells me, yeah, I've lived there all my life. And I started thinking right away. I'm like, wow. What's that like? Right? Living in the same town for pretty much all your life. And all you know is your environment that you've lived in. That's all like and and whatever you come across on TV. And that's that's the other thing, right? Where what shapes us a lot, what adds or attaches itself to our perspective and then our opinions is what we see on TV, what we see on social media, what we see in the news. That's what a lot of people are being shaped to believe a lot of these other places are like. And so they're developing opinions of places that they've never really been or some cases of certain issues in certain places that just get amplified more to make everybody think that that place is, you know, this way, that way, you know. Every, like every place that I've been to has always had like a stereotypical thing about it. Like when you think about that place, everyone goes, oh, and they'll mention something like, you know, Portland. You know, what everybody thinks about Portland <laughs> or Alabama. What is What do people think about Alabama? You know, I've been to these places and then I'm like, Let's, I mean, <laughs> yes, Portland is, a, is very weird. But there's a lot of good around there, especially in the outskirts. Shout out to Beaverton. Uh, but yeah, like, like we everyone just forms their perspective or opinion on things because they saw it somewhere else or somebody told them that without actually having experienced it to see it for themselves that, hey, it's not really like that, man. Not everybody out in the country is racist. They just don't know. They don't understand what the lifestyle for certain people is in the big cities. Just like people that live in the big cities don't understand what that would be like to just live out in the country. You don't know if you haven't experienced it. So there's a different characteristics to people like that. And that's where I'm like, okay. We are divided, but that's because we don't understand each other. That's all it is. We're just not understanding that, hey, we're different, and my whatever political opinion is necessarily for my community here, not necessarily for yours, but because it always dictates the whole state or the whole city or whatever the matter is just to try to be general here people don't take that into consideration and then so it's just a back and forth of i'm right you're wrong you know and if we never 
understand that, then how far are we going to get? So, yeah. Anything anything on that, man? Because I, I, I'm going to continue going. <laughs> Damn, Jim, you're on fire tonight. You are on fire. Uh, you are, you're, you're talking, and uh, one of the quotes that I picked for tonight's episode, uh, it actually came from UC, old UCLA basketball coach John Wooden. Um, and what you're talking about really reminded me of this quote. Um, success is never final. Failure is never fatal. And it's the courage that counts. So success is believing what you believe, right? You've made it. You've conformed to what you know. Congratulations, right? Guess what? You're going to fucking fail, right? But it's not the end of the world. So have the courage to go out there and see other things. See what's different than than challenge yourself to find different points of view right um and that takes courage that takes courage to say you know what i don't know everything what what i've been taught my whole life isn't necessarily right right get out there and find it right that's and that's what I think a lot of times I find myself trying to explain certain things to people and they're like, oh, I didn't know that. How do you know these things? And I'm like, I don't know. I've always exposed myself to certain things. Just I like knowing things, right? I, I, I like understanding that certain people think this way. A lot of times, you know, I have been asked, like, why are you, why do you, like, care to even, like, look into those conspiracy theories and stuff. And I'm just like, because it lets you know that there's somebody out there that believes mm-hmm. these things and they're experiencing something where they believe this, this way. And the power of believing in something is, is pretty crazy. It's, it's insane how, how far certain people will be led on just the power of belief. Right. The, the fact that they heard something somewhere and all this information, just just think about that, right? How how an individual becomes like a, a big, deep like conspiracy theory. And, and come on, at this point, like even I was watching uh, that uh, stand up uh, clip from Ron Funches where he talks about like about um, believe like how is it that at this day and age you don't believe in at least you know one or two conspiracies out there? It's like really you think the uh, the government's batting a hundred. <laughs> so, so so yeah like I, I i dabble in trying to find out certain things that are going on i like being aware of that just kind of oh shit this is what people are thinking whatever that's how i treat it right because there is really no time for you to be wasting on what hasn't happened or what's not happening here in your your present area your present moment so a lot of times you know in a sense it's not even it's not like saying oh that it's not happening to me i'm not i'm not 
I'm not affected by it. it. Just to be aware, I think it's 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 just the good thing. Just to be aware that hey, you know, damn, that's that's something that they're saying. They're saying this. They're saying that. And that's it. Just carry on. That I don't put too much mind into it, but just mm-hmm. think about that, right? Somebody hears information about something that happened based on information provided evidence clips you know whatever it is a a a youtube video uh instagram video about something that they're saying is happening this is something that's happening somewhere else miles and miles away sometimes and you're getting the information from one person's perspective Mm -hmm. that they experienced this and we don't know what type of person this is what actual perspective it is that they have what is their motive when they are reporting this we put some sort of confidence sometimes in individuals to think that they're being genuine and a lot of times then we have other people that will flat out just say no he's lying that's bullshit and that's it and just Mm -hmm. dismiss it we don't know we never know because again, that is their perspective, and we don't live in other people's heads. We don't know exactly what they're thinking. You actually don't know unless you do, and that's some crazy ass ability that I didn't know existed. Right? That's crazy. Like, what is that telepathy? Is what they call it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it it it's gonna bring up now my. I had to write this down, right? Because I, I knew I was going to end up going into this uh, this conversation about you don't know what somebody else is actually thinking or feeling. So the the one random thing that came to mind was the perspective of a nurse, right, or a doctor at a hospital that a patient comes in or somebody comes in with some sort of ailment. And they're telling you that something hurts. How will you ever understand what that actual pain is like for that person? You don't. You can't. (laughs) There is absolutely no way. No. You are just having to go by what the patient is telling you. And known history or common history of other people that have experienced this. But even then, that really doesn't mean that that is exactly the same thing that they got going on. Or the same pain that they got going on from the same ailment. Not even close. And that's that's where I feel like a lot of times... We need to see it that way for everything. Everybody else has a whole different, you know, a lot of times people get upset because somebody, you know, they feel they're being ignored because, you know, they haven't called them. They haven't said this, they haven't said that. And all they think about is like, oh, they're just not finding the time for me or this and that. It's just like, you're not... You're not here in this present area, my moment, to understand what exactly it is that's going on around me. 
So you have to have that understanding that oh, there must be something going on. You d- and you don't know. You just don't know mm-hmm. what what it is. And that's how it is for a lot of things in life. We really don't know. We we only know from what somebody says or a, a somebody who's telling the past is all that is. Well, and, and you're just I getting may, the information from them. Yeah. If I may, uh, another perspective on that, uh, to dive deeper into you saying we don't know, is we also don't know ourselves. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Yep. The doctor asks me all the time, how do you feel? I have this lung disease, this rare ass lung disease. I feel fucking normal because I've lived with it my whole fucking life. Mm-hmm. So tell me how I'm going to articulate to you how I feel when this is my perception of my life. Right? To get into the stoicism th- side of things, you stub your toe, you say, ow, you think it hurts. Does it have to hurt? Do you feel that pain? You know, we were talking about the John Stroud story last episode, right? Guy breaks his rib, says ow, hops on the train, goes home, goes years without knowing he broke this rib. That is a perception. Mm-hmm. He didn't know. He didn't know. He was. You should have seen the look on his face when he found out he broke it. He was like, oh, I guess I fell pretty hard. You know what I mean? So when, <laughs> when we do these things, you know, and this is going to tap into kind of where I was going. I didn't want Jay to lose his thought because he is running it tonight and I'm loving it. I, I'm getting a new perspective from that. So Jay says, you know, we feel these tragedies and we change. It can happen. I'm not saying it happens all the time and I don't think he was either, right? These tragedies happen and people change. Could be serious injury, something like that, but our lives change, our perspectives change. And people say people don't change for the better, they change for the worse. That's a perspective. However, in the same amount of time a tragedy could change us, so could triumph. And triumph takes more effort, more discomfort, more work that you feel uncomfortable doing and the problem with ourselves and our minds and what we want to perceive the thing is is you might think you don't understand perception but motherfuckers you do because here's the thing you want to get better you say you want to get better When it goes to get better, when you meet that discomfort, that obstacle in the way, what do you tell yourself to get out of it? I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start Monday. I'll do it later. I can't do this. All of those things that you're telling yourself, you are changing your perspective. Mm -hmm. You are making your mindset accepting that you don't need to fucking change. The other day, I started trying to do this cold water thing because I was like, uh, I, I want to do something discomforting. 
I filled my bathtub with cold water. I did not put ice in it because, you know, did some research. You got to work your way up. I'm on blood thinners. It's not good. I, dude, I put my feet in there and I immediately jumped out. And I was like, that's cold. <laughs> I was like, that's, guys, that's cold. And then as soon as that left, that thought took, you know, moments. I was like, what are you, some little bitch? Get the fuck back in that bath. And guess what? So I got in the bath and I was like, yep, that's cold. I knew that was happening. I felt this before. But the part I didn't feel is my bare ass going underneath the water. So as soon as I sat down in the water, immediately my body convulses up like I have a demon inside of me trying to come out. And I hop out of that tub one more fucking time. And I'm like, Jesus Aww. Christ, that's that's cold water. And then I think about it, I was like, motherfucker, you already knew that was cold. <laughs> so we, we meet these discomforts. And we change our perspective. We change our reality. By doing what? Controlling our thoughts and our focus. We let our bodies and emotions decide those things for us. It is time to get control of your own life and yourselves. So the third time I stepped in that thing, I told myself, you're going to fucking do this or you're, what's the point? You're going to do it. And I did it. And guess what? It fucking sucked. It sucked a lot. My breath was like, like, I've never breathed in my entire life. And I was trying to figure it out. And the thing was, is I've never breathed in that cold water. I've never had to breathe under those physical circumstances and under those mental circumstances. So you must build a blueprint. What Jay said with the who and the what and the why, right? Who do you want to be? Why do you want to be that thing? And I would challenge you, how are you going to fucking do it? You're going to turn your fucking brain off. You're going to remember why you're getting in that tub or why you're doing whatever it is you want to do. And you do it anyways. Because if not, you're cheating yourself. Jay talked about you're cheating your time. Yep. If you fucking just quit, that was a waste of time. And guess what? That was a waste of peace, of just a piece of your life. You will now not become that person you wanted to become. Until you decide the next time to do it again. People think of failure right? Is like, oh, you know, I can't do this or whatever. Failure is a natural part of success. We have to fail, fail, fail until we succeed. All those failures, perspective, learn from it. When you get a success, learn from it. Meet triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. In our team, we had a few people finally get a certain position that they've been trying to acquire for some time and they were partying and I congratulated them and next thing I'm going to tell them is the fight's not fucking over you had one small win one small win 
treat triumph and disaster as the same fucking thing. They're imposters. Keep moving forward. Don't let that triumph or disaster tweak your perception. Tweak your reality. They don't exist. You have to be that person. The minute you accept triumph, the minute you accept disaster, you become the same person you were before. And if Confucius is right, and I really think he is, and your sec, your first life, right, is that thing, and then the minute you realize you only have one life, that's your second life, right? You have to do that over and over and over. We talked about the cataclysm, the trigger. Those happen all the time. Challenge yourself. Make yourself discount uncomfortable and that's going to look different for all of us we all struggle with different things we all lead different lives we have different realities and different perspectives figure out what it is for you and start controlling it when Jocko talks about discipline equals freedom the minute you start to control that you realize how much freedom you actually have that's it Yep. And I got something to uh, piggyback off of that that just came to mind. <clears throat> Let me see if it comes out good. Don't be content with being less than who you want to be. Yeah. Don't be content with being less than who you actually want to be. Because... In a sense, you got what's up? Me? Is that Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, it's in the same Okay. Oh, I don't know. I that just oh. came to mind. Nice, Maybe he did dude, say I that. Love it. Jay I just love said it. that right just, now. I should have. I should have yeah. started beating on my chest when I was saying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Where are we talking about? Uh, content with being less than who you are. Oh, here we go. Who you want to be. Another nice little, yeah, <coughs> nice other little epiphany revelation that I had from my trip also was the understanding that we at any time can choose to become somebody completely different mm-hmm. than who we are. We can do that. If at this moment we decide we want to get on up out of here and move to the middle of whatever other country, we could. There's obviously certain limitations that could possibly be a factor. There's going to be variables. But if I decided to just go and become something else, start going to school for something else in my life, it can happen. You can make that happen. You at any moment can decide to, all right, I want to now try to learn this so that I can be better at it. Go ahead. You can. If you oh. don't find obstacles in front of you to hold yes. you back, you'll be able to change yourself to become something else. That's that's how I saw it. Just a, like a vision of, you 
create the character that you play here by whatever it is that you want to give it, whatever attributes you want to enhance in your character. You create this character that you are living. So how is it that you want the character to exist here? With what information do you want it to have? What type of role do you want it to have in society? You can do that at any time. And I've seen it. I've done it myself. I mean, like I've said, I've made decisions, like life-changing, drastic decisions to say, you know, hey, uh, I'm going to move to San Francisco and try to see how I can make it out there. And failed, in a sense, failed, right? At the time, felt like I failed. But damn, that experience now is so much more valuable to me than anything so then you know i go and i move to portland enjoy my time there for two years get a little homesick and decide you know hey i want to go be closer to family to raise my daughter with them and i go and damn life is hard now in miami and it's a lot more you know difficult to live here so my perspective is now changing it's like damn did i make a bad decision to move back here like fuck i failed i failed at this this is this was not a good decision and little by little started making my way out away from south florida i went started living in west palm beach and then eventually moved up to jacksonville and then i had a friend who provided me the opportunity and i ended up in austin loved it out there but then issues happen life experiences things are happening you know with family and stuff and i'm just like You don't know how much time you have with people, man. So living further away is like, fuck. I only get to, and I've, I've, I've heard it, I've heard it mentioned too, like on a, some podcast, where you start evaluating the time that you're gonna have to spend with somebody in their life, and you start actually kind of calculating that. It's like, okay, so I go down there to visit like once a year, and I'm there probably five days. That's Five days this five days this year, five days the next. So I'll probably only see my parents for X amount of time and for the rest of for the rest of life. I didn't like how short those numbers were. So that's that's one of the reasons why I decided to move closer. Just because I wanted to be able to spend more time because that's you know the perspective. Like you don't know how much time you have here, how much time you have with certain people that you have. Be aware of that. You know, Be aware that you can be whomever you want to be, improve yourself. You, It's hard. It's rough. I understand. The negativity that goes inside certain people's head is very, can be very powerful because I've been there before. I mean, I, I, I grew up discontent with life unhappy with my situation i felt like damn i wish i would have had somebody else's life but now understanding other people's perspectives and stuff it's like hey mine wasn't that bad look where i've where i'm at now how i've turned out it's not that bad man there's so many other people that have it way worse 
And that's where perspective comes in to play the most, where you put yourself into somebody else's shoes, understand what they got going and how much, how much more difficult it can be for somebody else. How much, how to somebody else they value a certain job more than you would just because this is more money to them than they would ever make wherever they're from. And so they are content with that and they're happy because that's as far as they feel that they can go. And maybe factors also come into play as to why they can only go that far. But there's all different types of people and just what they'll settle for is completely different than what you would settle for. And that's probably where just experiences have formed like you like you were saying right whatever it is that you your diet whatever your diet is in life is what forms and shapes your perspective it molds itself so you become that person while you were talking about that it it was taking me back to exactly what felt like two and a half years of just a decline in 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 myself and i guess in a sense covid played a huge factor in it i mean i gained a lot of weight during that time and felt like i was just down all the time Uh, i think a lot of us were a lot of us were going through certain things i was one of the ones that was affected i mean i was drinking heavily i was just at home a lot of us couldn't even go out some people just stayed comfortably at home and didn't go outside because it was just too hot because that was a concern it's that was a limitation that i had set for myself right and to now see what perspective i'm living now and where i'm at now and how i see things i'm just i i I just i'm i look back and i go damn, you weren't even thinking about any of this, man. Like, you weren't even trying. You you wanted to. You wanted to do this. I, there was always the intentions. Like, hey, I'm, I'm going to try to go to the gym tomorrow. No. Got too comfortable. Oh, you know, I sat down on the couch to start watching the show. Like, an episode or, or like an episode or two already in. I'm like, ah, ah fuck it. I'm just stay. I gave in to comfort. I gave in. I was like, fuck it. And that was day after day after day after day. Till eventually I got somewhere where I was just like, this has to stop because if not, it's it's going to just continue. That's how I feel a lot of times when I see things just going and continuing going into a negative thing without anything kind of stopping it or anybody saying like hey let's let's calm down with this it's just going to continue growing and getting worse so that's eventually where that led me and i just i think through a trip and just the intent that i always had to become a different person all of that is where it's led me now to where i'm at Hey guys, hope you're enjoying this episode as much as me and the guys did recording it. We're going to cut this episode short here. Uh, This episode actually ended up being a two-hour long recorded episode, so we felt it was worth splitting into two for our 
audio-only listeners. The continuation of this episode will be released next week along with the full episode video version on YouTube. Thank you once again for listening, and please help us out by following, liking, sharing, subscribing, wherever it is that you are tuning into our stream. Until next time, peace.